The Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman, Brett King, Cameron Colley and Alec Doughty. indeed everyone welcome along this is episode 125 of the boys of tech for monday 18 july 2011 and this week we do in fact have a full house everyone's name on the introduction is here this morning my name is edwin herman and i'd like to welcome first of all brett king hola and how are you this morning not too bad well let's find better than i have been yeah well you were away for a couple of weeks weren't you weren't too well Let's also welcome Cameron Colley from Drinkle.com. Welcome along, Cam. Hey, how's it going? Very good, very good. And also welcome to Alec. Hey, how you doing? Very good, thank you. Very good. We've got a few stories to talk about, kind of different this time. There's a few uh, little bits and pieces all over the show, really. We'll go straight into the stories. We'll kick off with Spotify going live in the US. Wow. After three years. Yeah, that's huge. Well, it's big news it in the sense that, you know, Spotify is big where it's offered, which is in Europe. And, uh, you know, the, the US was kind of eagerly awaiting its launch. And after three years, they've they've finally done it. They've inked the deals with their record companies. Finally. Finally. Don't one of you here use Spotify via a, a proxy? Uh, no, I use Pandora. I use Pandora. Right. slightly different, but essentially it's the same thing, kind of. <laughs> Actually, actually, no, actually, no, they're, 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 they're the same, different. but yeah, they're different. They're different. They're okay. totally different services. But it's the same, just except it's different. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, okay, but basically, you're listening to music with Spotify. You can type in a band name or an album that you want to hear, and it'll just play that album. You can create radio stations based on tracks you like, and it just plays everything on demand. Pandora kind of does the same thing where if I put in a band's name, it plays some music from that band, but also start playing me other stuff that it thinks I should like based on the fact of what I've already chosen previously. Mm. So it's, it's, it's like the machine building up some kind of um, identity for the music that you like and it plays stuff accordingly. So I have a number of, of like radio stations I listen to. I've got like a one I just called John Coltrane. So that plays a lot of jazz stuff. Another one I just have, which is based on the Beatles. So I get a lot of 60s style guitar groups coming through. So little things like that. that and that's basically the difference between Pandora and Spotify. But Spotify is great for, I think I, I would use that as well in the sense of um, I definitely pay $5 a month to have basically unlimited or you can listen to music. Well, absolutely. A, a dollar twenty for you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With basically. the exchange rate. The Australian dollar is just climbing and climbing. And well, maybe it's the US dollar actually that's just falling and falling. Fall, yeah. I think no, no, no. We're, we're, we're up against the, um, the pound as well. And you're up against us as well, as I noticed. Oh, that's, that's just... Hey, now, happened? now, right. When, Moving right along. That the last 30 years? <laughs> that's, that's the real watermark, isn't it? <laughs> the New Zealand dollar. Yeah, the most important currency in the world. So let's move on. Let's talk about the judgment against hotfile.com. What was the deal there? Well, Hotfile was uh, taken to court on two counts for breaching or supporting copyright infringement. The first as a primary infringer and the second as a secondary infringer, so a facilitator of infringement. And the judge has dismissed the case of primary infringement 
but the cases of secondary infringement or profiting from the facilitation of infringement um, is still proceeding. Well, this makes sense to me because the primary infringer here is the person uploading the file. Precisely. Yeah. So it's common sense. Yeah, the way that Hotfile works is that users upload files to the service and then they link to those files or share the link to those files themselves or via other services. Hotfile itself has no searchable index of the files contained on it. So, yeah, there's no way it is a primary infringer. However, its business model really does come across that secondary infringement because they reward users for having heavily shared files and heavily shared files you're going to get a more heavily shared file if that file is something people want like a movie or a tv show or something like that so it kind of does or apparently the kids are into pornography these days oh yeah yeah well you know most of that's copyrighted as well well well, actually that's a point that's a very good point brett (laughs) so whatever it is they're sharing unless they've created it themselves (laughs) then then they are really facilitating and wanting to facilitate that copyright infringement. I think this is an important ruling, particularly the uh, the, the direct ruling of they're not... Uh, they're not a primary infringer. Yeah, then they're, they're not a direct copyright infringer. I think this has important ramifications for the Amazon Locker and uh, Google Music because yeah. there, there were questions around the copyright legality of those services without licensing agreements. And I think mm-hmm. this actually shed some light on that. Yeah, yeah. It does show that those services, as well as all of the other media sharing sites, you know, like RapidShare and all those sorts of funds, which don't have searchable indexes, yeah. but do provide the facility for people to upload and share files. Because those services don't go out of their way to reward their users because of sharing of files, then they are, because of this ruling, now going to have that sort of protection from copyright infringement lawsuits. Exactly. I mean, if the ruling had gone the other way, it would... The, I mean, the thing is, the whole internet is helps, yeah, exactly. helps in copyright that's infringement. Exactly. You know? exactly. it, would have, it would have drastically yeah. changed the, exactly. the entirety of the, the internet. Yeah. You couldn't have a website having the facility for any sort of user interaction or user uploads because you would be, as the host or the, the service provider, potentially liable to copyright infringement lawsuits. It would have drastically altered the marketplace, the fundamental dynamics of the internet. But Hotfile aren't off the hook yet, though, are they? I mean, they've still got to no. face the, the, the charge of, what is it, not aiding the and abetting, but... Indu- uh, inducement, I believe Inducement, it's yeah. Inducement, right, that's the, that's the word. Mm. Yeah, but doesn't it, wouldn't that, that apply to Dropbox and SkyDrive or everything else as well, then? No, because they don't reward unless, well, unless their ah, business it's the, it's to the reward, reward the yeah. user for yeah. sharing files. That's the thing. Hotfile rewards the user for having a popular file. And in mm. fact, the other ones probably have a policy saying you are not to share your Copyright credentials material, yeah. or just, well, you know, your credentials oh, yeah. with with anyone. You know, you, it's, so, it's authenticated okay, against against your username and that's the only people who should be allowed to go in there. Mm. So basically, though, Hotfile... You know, let's just call a spade a spade and say that Hotfile are pretty sure that they know they know what's going on. Hence, they yeah yeah oh, yeah definitely they yeah, have of been course. profiting from mm. the sharing of copyrighted material because yeah. of their business model. So they will yeah. definitely be gotten for that one. There's- of course, it's it's built in such a way that. They can kind of pretend to be naive and go, oh, oh, really? They can. They can pretend to be naive, but we all know. 
Yeah, yeah. it is really calling a spade a spade. Yeah. <laughs> There's no plausible deniability when their business model is rewarding users for uploading popular files. Totally. Now, Google's back on track. A huge profit there. Uh, $9 billion in revenue. I can't remember what the, uh, the profit on that was. I'm looking at figures. I'm looking at graph here going back to 2009. Google's doing very, very well. They are. Yeah. Uh, record profit. Yes, and uh, up from expectations. So yeah. they're doing something right. Uh, possibly the Android platform, I guess, is, is uh, contributing to that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And just ad, ad revenue coming yeah, through which Google. Is, their lion's share of profit is, is through their ad network. Yeah. I mean, it's an advertising company, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. It is what the yeah. largest advertising network online. Yeah. Would it be the largest? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. There's nothing bigger. Ray Yahoo ads. What? <laughs> no. no. Nowhere near. No. <laughs> Small fry comparison. I was going to no. say double click as well, but they bought double click, didn't they? Indeed, they did. Yeah, no, no. Google, in terms of advertising, Google is the internet. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But revenue numbers up 32% from, uh, from last year. Wow. Yes, that is a huge growth. That is absolutely huge. Now, we don't, like I said, we don't, do we have profit figures on that or we don't? No. But, but we've got no. at least, um, you know, assuming their expenses aren't quadrupling or anything crazy like that, they must be doing very, very well profit-wise as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. You just yeah. need to look at those figures for how much cash reserves they've got available yeah, to them I, well, at any point in time. Yeah, that's true. Yep, that's true. Thirty-nine. Billion dollars in oh, cash and marketable securities. They could That's buy New Zealand. <laughs> okay, maybe, they could definitely maybe the South down. Island. <laughs> At least your dollar would improve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it wouldn't be yes, called the, the Kiwi dollar anymore. It'd be the Google. The Google dollar, yeah. yeah. It'd be the new benchmark. Well, I look, it wouldn't surprise me if they tried to bring out a currency. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them. Facebook will. That, that's something you they have. Actually, Facebook. At. Do you know what I think Facebook should do? Facebook should bring out Facebook auctions. That's what they should do. Facebook auctions. Kill eBay. So they should buy reckon? eBay. Yeah, I reckon. Well, they perhaps Don't. buy eBay or or uh, kill eBay. Yeah. Either eBay's, way, eBay's doing a pretty good job at killing itself. I think it is. Well, it yeah. Is. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. true. But I, honestly, I think that would work so well. And you can just imagine the, the possibilities. You can run auctions to all and sundry if you wish. You can restrict it to your friends or friends of friends. All sorts. Yeah, but by default, all of your auctions would be open to everybody. Well, of course, the Facebook way. <laughs> and, and you'd have to drill into like six or seven screens in for settings to actually change it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. But other than that... I can see it happening. No, I, I can yeah, see them bringing out some sort of online currency, basically. You, uh, Google or Facebook? Facebook. They already have it. Facebook dollars. Yeah, but yeah. I meant really, I mean really pushing it as in actually being able to buy stuff. Uh, oh, you buying mean like the, stuff those with it. other digital currencies? Like you've just checked in at a, at a, you know, if you check in on Facebook places and say, I'm at this ice cream place. You can buy a deal from them and you can just buy it through your phone using Facebook dollars and the shop gets a notification that you bought something and they give it to you. That could work. Yeah. I think, well, personally, that's where I think they're probably going to go next. Yeah. Facebook could do a lot of things and they could do a lot of things successfully because they've got a huge, I was gonna, they've got way more than the critical mess. They've got almost everyone, it seems. I, yeah. Look, honestly, the number of people I come across that aren't on Facebook seem few and far between. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are in the vast minority, Ed. It feels like it. Although yeah. having said Grandparents that, I parents and two-year-olds <laughs> and Ed are the only people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> having said that, I do remind myself that there are six hundred million. Facebook users, but having said that, there are still 6.4 billion non-Facebook users. So that is true. Them that short is true. That's the it's other way of looking at it. 750 million is now. Is it 750 now? Yes, it is. All right, I have to revise As that, but still 6 points ago. Yeah. Okay, well, 6.25 billion. I think uh, they announced that during the, the Facebook earnings call. Wow. Mm. They'll get to a billion before we know it. Yeah. No, well yeah, on the way. Probably. I mean, there were reports of their... their, their uh, their numbers slowing, but I mean, there's yeah, a. Whole, uh, they tried to spin the media, tried to spin that. Oh, Facebook's is you know they're slowing down. They're, they're everything's finishing up. It's like, no, the entire planet, everyone with a computer already has an account. Yeah, well, exactly. Hey, that's the point. Yeah. At some what, point, they're going to reach yeah. mass. <laughs> and once you have everybody that has a computer or has access to an internet-enabled device, then of course you're not going to be growing it anymore. No, well, yeah, you will, right. you will Your growth rate will be incredibly slow as, mm. you know, people are born and get old enough to be able to right. be allowed just, a Facebook which account. Which is actually getting Basically, younger yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, waiting, I know. It's, it's quite ridiculous. Uh, one of my old high school friends, her daughter now has a Facebook account. She'd be, what, 11, 12 now? Oh, man. Legally, I think they have to be 13, yeah. yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah. But I, I think this this is is a nice dovetail in, into one of the other things that they discussed in the, the Google announcement was that there's 10 million Google Plus users already, and that's within two weeks. So it, it's the fastest growing social network of all time. Well, up till today's, well, until now. Yeah, yeah until now, future yeah. not included. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, but I, I can't see I can't see Google Plus taking on Facebook in the, in the same numbers. It just that's oh, ab- absolutely not. It will spike. It, I mean, it'll plateau. And I don't think people are going to leave Facebook in droves. I think they'll operate two networks. Basically, yeah. That's but ten million is is not anything to be sneezed at. No, not not in two weeks. Yeah, not in two weeks. That's that's in, in, huge. No. Closed private beta. It's interesting people's expectations, though, these days. Someone on Twitter sent me a message just during the week saying, are you on Google Plus? And I'm like, uh, no, not yet. And they were surprised. I said, really? Why not? What's, Someone like you should be. You? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that was the response. <laughs> but wouldn't they be exactly the Well, wouldn't they have the exact same surprise at learning that you're not already on Facebook? We actually probably I haven't told them I'm not on Facebook. Yeah. They probably don't want to don't want to follow me once they know that. But having <laughs> said that, and just one thing though that I'll say as well is that I have noticed that the more IT you are, the less likely you're to be on Facebook. And a lot yeah. of IT people who aren't on Facebook, and I've had non-tech people say when when they when we talk about whether you're on Facebook or not, and they they learn that I'm not. They say, "What is it with you, IT people? How come IT people don't go on Facebook? What is it?" Well, we've got better things to do just than spend all of our time playing Farmville. Yeah, we've got Twitter. Like, I'm on Facebook because I was made to go on Facebook. But I, I like that, made to go. Peer pressure, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah. I very rarely actually check it. Yes, that's true. You don't do a lot there, do you, Brett? <clears throat> yeah, I've, I've never had anything from Brett pop up in my newsfeed or anything. Just <laughs> nothing. You should update. You should do something, Brett. Do, why, why don't you do something during the course of the show? 
Tell people that you're on, on the show. You're recording The Boys Who Tick Live or something. <laughs> no, because then if I logged on to Facebook, one of the couple of people that I'm playing lectures with will want me to make a move. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last move? Three months ago? Mm, no. One and Long a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Now, what, what about Microsoft? Did you... <laughs> What did they do? Social.com. Idiots, absolutely. Social.com, S-O-C-L.com. Tell us a story, Alec. Well, essentially, Microsoft apparently are working on a a, a super secret project called Tulalip, which is on uh, S-O-C-L, social.com. And, yeah, they they were um, accidentally posted it onto the uh, public interwebs. So people could see the, the front portal to it and obviously yeah. the secret is no yeah. longer so secret. It's good to see, though, Microsoft with a bit of a sense of humour. If you go to social.com, as in S-O-C-L.com right yeah, I now. Just went, I just went there then. Yeah, I'll read it yeah. out. It's, it says, thanks for stopping by. Social.com is an internal design project from a team in Microsoft Research which was mistakenly published to the web. We didn't mean to, honest. And I <laughs> like the way they do that. It's not that yeah. boring old school Microsoft way now. It's, it's well, of course, because if, if this website is actually run and maintained by a design project team inside Microsoft Research, then these would be guys who are not lawyers. <laughs> and so they would have put it up themselves. Exactly. And it, wouldn't have come from, it wouldn't have come from Microsoft Marketing Group, who yeah, would have been... had something written by, you know, Steve. <laughs> up and double checked by legal. Exactly. Developers, developers. Look, you know, I, 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 I must admit, though, I must admit, I, I, I wasn't sure if that was a joke or not when I went to social.com. So I had a look at the Whois information to find out whether or not it was, well, a domain legally owned by Microsoft. Indeed, it is. Yes. So I was pleasantly surprised. In fact, I was that surprised. I thought, no, Microsoft won't put a, a, a sort of a funny message like that. They'd put something really boring and, you know, bland. But no, it's, yep. it's, it's the new it's, Microsoft. If it's a team. An, an internal team, well, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they could be quite a bit looser than Microsoft Legal. Yeah, well, wait, wait till Microsoft Legal uh, give this the ones over, then it will be completely different. Oh, but, then then Microsoft be, Legal would have to be made known about whatever it is that this project is. It's quite possible that this was a project from Microsoft Research, which hasn't gone out to the rest of the Microsoft's mass yeah, but machine. But you think PR and Legal would still step in and... and Agree At on, this agree point, on now, the, now that it's open, absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if it was just a private, just a little project, often legal and those in big companies like that, legal and marketing aren't involved until it, it's actually ready for release. Yeah, yeah. I, I realise that, but what I'm saying is the message that is on there now. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, you know, I, I'm asking. I'm asking the question. Surely, uh, the the PR or legal department would have either given it the once over or. It might not have happened yet. We might see that the message gets changed in the not-too-distant future as Microsoft's PR does get in control of whatever this was. Or they see how big it gets yeah. out there I, before they decide to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are they bothering, really? This is just, to me, this is just another one of these Me Too attempts. Do, do you think it was deliberate, though? Probably. Oh, to see what, what, what about that? Maybe. What if it was deliberate? No. Yeah, to see what the result would be. Well, let's just see how the, the public would react if they yeah. thought Microsoft was going to do a social thing. And everyone's probably going, that's dumb and it's a dumb name. Tulalip. 
It's stupid. Well, we, all we know about it is a Flash page and that apparently you connect to it with either Facebook or Twitter. So... And, yeah, and yeah, I like that. Log, log in with your Facebook account or Twitter yeah, account. Log in with some other social network. <laughs> whatever it is, is, yeah, something that integrates with already known and used. But, but live, live does that already. So that's lo- um, Windows Live. But maybe mess- this is going to be better than that. Well, hopefully, because it's not really that good, to be honest. But my, Microsoft, my point is Microsoft actually do that sort of curation aggregation thing already yeah with like 40 different services so i mean i i think the message on the page that they've left up might be an indication that the uh the the leadership changes that are being made at microsoft which is sort of introducing more of a engineer sort of background in in the middle and higher management is, is actually starting to take effect as opposed to your, your PR and sales guys at the top. Mm. I think um, we'll see. One of these comments, it just says, one of someone says, it struck me as a little desperate. Microsoft is waving its arms saying, don't forget about me, guys. <laughs> and I think that's kind that's of true. true. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah that, and, I, and I also don't believe it was a mistake. I think they were definitely probably. Oh, so you, mean, you actually do think it was a deliberate thing to, to publish yeah, it? Well, and Come on. It's not. This is Microsoft. It's not hard to. Yeah, publish something to the web. Uh, yeah, I think. I, I mean, for this, if this came out any other time of the year, I'd probably say, yeah, maybe it was an accident. But so close to the release of G Plus, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'd love to know the answer to that, actually. Yeah, maybe some, maybe know. someone in Microsoft hey, can anonymously send us a, a message. I, and I hope they change. I hope for the for, yeah for their sake they change that name because that's just shocking. You know, oh, yeah, I don't I, 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 come yeah. out as being Tulip because yeah. that's. Hard to pronounce for the vast majority of the planet. But Microsoft consistently has long and confusing project names like Longhorn and those sorts of things. And and then they re- rename them. It'll probably come out as Social 2012 or something. Yeah, yeah so those yeah, are internal. You're talking about internal names. Internal name, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Go from the internal name to the PR department who will get their focus groups together to come yeah. up with the appropriate and, name for today's turn, generation. Basically, turn the name beige. Yes. Yeah. At least one thing <laughs> yeah, is telling yeah, exactly. me. One, one thing is telling me is that is the guy that comes up with the names, like the dude that came up with the name Zune, is still working there. Because he, was, <laughs> he, he came cool. up with, with Chulalip. I mean, <laughs> that's, that, that's yeah. the one thing I can garner from from any of this is that, <laughs> is that, that dude is still working there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why do they do it? Now, an International Trade Commission judge has ruled that HTC infringed on two patents that Apple submitted in a March 2010 complaint. Now, this is not a final ruling, but it is, I, I guess you could call it indicative. The implication here is that if the final judgment does go the same way, the worst case scenario is that all Google Android phones and tablets could be banned. That's the worst all, case scenario. Well, the way they are at the moment with the current OS. And if the other lawsuits against Motorola and Samsung fall a similar way, then yes, that's the worst case scenario. But it's not the worst case scenario out of this suit alone. No, no, because no, HTC is... No, you're is, right, but they've already gone after Motorola, haven't they? They have, yeah. and Samsung. And Samsung, yeah. that's right, yeah. and Samsung. Yeah. 
but HTC is not waving any sort of white flag at all. <laughs> no, they're, they're going down fighting. Yeah, not only are they going to continue to appeal this preliminary ruling, but they also believe that they already have alternatives that they could implement if this ruling was upheld. So, so their, yeah, share, their share price went up then? <laughs> probably. <laughs> they reckon it's not going to impact them that drastically. The thing no, is, we, we don't... Particular two rulings. I think with the speed with which they release Android handsets anyway, it probably wouldn't matter if those offending Android handsets were taken off the market. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Honestly. Because all it would require is a quick change to the, the operating system and yeah. bing. Well, look, look at this. Handsets are back look, on the market with a new version. Look at it this way. The complaint by Apple was submitted in March 2010. We are now July 2011. Yeah. So, I mean, we've had a first yeah, preliminary exactly. from yeah. <laughs> wheels <laughs> turn slow. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Having said that, if it does go Apple's way, and they take on some of the other handset manufacturers, it does mean that the manufacturers will start to have to look at alternative uh, ways of doing things, or at least uh, the Android operating system. Well, yeah, it's it's very hazy as to whether or not these two patents actually describe things within the Android operating system itself or something else within the HTC device. Or even whether they're valid patents at all. Yeah, true, true. Apparently a couple of them are rather wonkily written, as most patents are, really. I was just going to say, all yeah, patents, yeah. especially <laughs> software ones, I mean... Yeah, yeah. That, um, Diagrams but yeah, so Google, Google thinks that they're perfectly safe, that they're perfectly fine. Their operating system doesn't have any implications with and these patents. And if that was the case, why did they try so hard to get the Nortel patents? To stop patent infringement fights? Maybe, but... Yeah. Well, the, yeah, I mean, it's a valid question, isn't it? Yeah. That's patents for you. Indeed. That's the patent system itself is broken. Oh, drastically broken. So we're done with patents. We're done with the story. We're done with the international section in that case of the Boys of Tech episode 125. But don't go away because right after this little musical ditty, we'll come back with a couple of Kiwi stories. Don't go away. Thank you and welcome back. Dick Smith customers here in New Zealand and also in Australia, as I've just found out, were able to purchase products from the online store for next to nothing. It was a bug in the system. So people were like supposedly buying all sorts of products for, for next to nothing. Well, Indeed, that, that, you could buy a 50 plasma TV for $6.50. Yeah. The price of delivery. Yeah. A 27 inch iMac for four ninety five. Oh, yeah. But that's yep. four dollars ninety-five. Hey, not not four hundred ninety-five dollars. I'd buy an iMac for that much. Yeah, yeah, it'd be the price that I'd buy an iMac at. I'd buy it at that price too, but I know that's well, well under the valuation price of probably around five grand. Would be Indeed. probably, the probably more, didn't more last like it should be. Oh, did it? What didn't last? The iMac or the the store? The no, they quickly noticed the glitch. Oh yeah, the, the glitch. Yeah, the the glitch and on the store took the website down and then brought it back up again. Yes, and, and in fact, I think what, it's because they would have noticed that they would have noticed a huge spike in sales. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone's buying stuff today, <laughs> and everyone, yeah, what the hell's going on? We've just sold like a million dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably it. And all we've made is three hundred dollars on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Indeed. that would give it away just a little bit. So what they've actually done is they've contacted all these customers and they've offered to cancel the the order or they can actually take them up on a 10% discount offer. Yes. So they're not honouring the, the glitch? No, no, because it's I, not, I don't know if, they don't have to. No, well, the, the thing is, I can't tell whether any of it went out. I've, I've been reading a number of stories on this, and, and no one seems to to say whether. No. I don't think anyone's received anything. Nobody's received no. anything. It was caught really quickly, and all of those orders were Handled. in the system. Yeah. Hey, just for our North American, in fact, Northern Hemisphere uh, for listeners, a, for our Northern Hemisphere listener, listen here. <laughs> Especially in the, in the New Zealand section. <laughs> uh, we should tell them what Dick Smith actually is because they're probably thinking, what is Dick Smith? So oh, it's, it's an Australian outfit. So why don't either you, Alec, or, or Cam tell us what Dick Smith is all about? I would say you'd like it to Best Buy. Oh, no. I, I would no, like it's it not to a Best Radio Buy. Shack. Yeah, it's Radio Candy. Shack. Yeah. Best Buy would be uh, a sort of a, a general store, isn't it? Yeah, that's Kmart. The hardware, oh, yeah. okay. So I, th- I, thought, I thought Best Buy was just electronics and stuff. No, no, no. no. Best, Best Buy is, Buy is. Like Kmart or Target. Yeah. Oh, no, okay, no, 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 no. So you take that, that, was, that back? I take it back. Don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, it's Radio Shack. Okay. I learned that a long time ago, Ken. But no, isn't there, wasn't there another one that's closed down? Wasn't it called? Oh, David Reed Electronics. No, no, no. there's something else. Like, oh. um, not Comcast. That's a company that does TV. Um, something City. Oh. Was it called Something City? Oh, is it like Electronics? Electronics City? Smith City? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's closed down now. Sydney City, Brisbane City. Um, Are you talking about a store in Australia or in? No, I'm talking about a store in the US. Computer City, Fries. No, that's still open. Yeah, Fries stills go. Yeah. Circuit City, Circuit City. That's that's us. there we go. That's the one. That's the one. Ah, the power of Google. It's I knew a, if we just <laughs> kept saying random words, we'd get it eventually. Don't, a, but don't, don't, you love, don't you love Google? I just did City Electronic Store, and the first one that came up was was uh, Circuit City. Yeah, yeah, Circuit City. It's basically a Circuit City. It's a Circuit City. Actually, I'm yeah. looking at the, the page now. It is in fact the Circuit City. They, yeah. they, both websites are just as bad as each other. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a JB Hi-Fi, really. Mm, yeah, oh, maybe. yeah, but I, no, but I think I think JB doesn't have like little electronic bits and pieces. No, no, it's no, no. gadgets it and yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's more a gadgets it, and audio. It's more audio, but just yeah. the electrical, just the yeah. yeah. If you but, want to go yeah. and find a, a you know a really cool little diode and a, a couple of capacitors, you need to go to Dick Smith. Well, they're yeah. getting out of their business well, now. Yeah, apparently, it's they're getting out of there. Harder to get an electronic. Yeah. Now, someone someone who works there has told me they they're getting out of they're getting out of that. And a couple Which is of really stores, annoying because it's going like, to be harder to buy. Yeah, but you buy from Jaycar here now. Um, Real enthusiasts buy from Jaycar. I mean, and they would have ditched Dick Smith some years ago when it turned into a toy store, which is pretty much what it is. A toy store. Well, it is. I mean, it's just electronic dogs. I mean, it used to be it used to be an electronics hobbyist store, and it's you know over the about ten years or so, it's just changed, and it's pretty much just mainstream consumer junk electronics now. I used to love going in there and just. It sounds really nerdy. I used to have a Dick Smith electronics kit when I was a kid. Oh, look, I did too. A fun, fun way, fun way kits. Absolutely. Yeah, used to, the fun way. It was a fun way. And I used to make like a crystal set. And yeah, yeah, same. Other extra stuff. And I used to have to go in sometimes and buy extra pieces. And I was like, oh, nerd heaven. Yeah. The thing is, I actually, I actually won that on a game show that I was on when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. What yeah. was the game show? Was it a science well, quiz or something? Now you see it. And it was a, a like a, you know. With Mike Mead. Mike Mead. You remember that, Al? I do indeed. I was on that show. And what did you have? What, what is the it. show? What, what, what do you oh, have to do? Like a kids game show. Like they 
basically have like a whole bunch of like uh, blank letters, and then you know they'd give a you know this is this word means this, and then he'd go letter, and one letter would reveal, and then letter, and then another random letter. That's called hangman. Essentially, yeah, essentially, hangman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on a big screen. Yeah. Right. It was called Now You See It, and Mike Mead yeah. was the guy, and there was a robot that was in the there as well, and and um, yeah. And so you won this, but you you won the thing, and you got a Dick Smith kit. I got a whole pile of stuff. Oh right, yeah, Dick Smith kit, a whole bunch of other, yeah. You know when you see those kids shows and you just realize, oh my god, that kid just got so many prizes. I was that kid for one day. Brett, do we did we have these in New Zealand? Uh, nothing like he, that. He's talking as if these kids shows are. Uh, I don't think we have those here. Well, we had the different random stuff that used to happen on the afternoon kids shows, but no actual. Not like yeah, a, not like an actual. Well, we had those ones with, with the real different prizes, courses, and like the kids' version of Wheel of Fortune and stuff. Oh, was there one of the? Was there? I don't remember. Oh, it, was, it was kind of like that. It was a kids' game show. Uh, actually, no, I think it was an Australian one that we just used to watch here. That's probably what you're thinking of. Yeah, because there was that one, remember, good. which had yeah. which had where you could hit the thing and you could go physical challenge. Because that was a big joke. That <laughs> physical challenge. Constantly and the Australian accent. Yeah, yeah, actually, it's vaguely coming back to me. Yeah. But I, so I don't think one? we had any of our own, did we? No, I don't think we did. Wow, that's really weird. There were just it's, the little like games a million kids game shows over here. New TV shows. Yeah. We there's, there's a million game shows in Australia, full stop. But well, our kids are out in the bush doing outdoor stuff. Right. Yeah, in the bush. Well, at home watching what the now. bush, mate. <laughs> also, Dick, Dick Smith lives in Canberra, outside of Canberra. Does Dick Smith live in Canberra? Yeah. Is that where yeah. he lives? I couldn't work out where he lives. How do you know he lives so in he Canberra? You made that up. Smoke pot That's and watch triple X porn. That's is, it. Is, what, is that what they do in Canberra? Yep. Yeah, because Canberra's not a state. It's a... Uh, oh, I it's see. It's a territory. It's a territory. Yeah. So yeah. It doesn't, so, but it's not lawless, surely. No, but they have. No, but their laws are more relaxed. Their laws are different to ours. Oh. Federal. They don't have federal laws. It doesn't come under federal laws. Hang federal on, hang on. Laws, they so, don't have state laws. So yes, he, they don't have state laws. They have the federal sorry, laws. Sorry, oh, it's the other way around. Okay, I was going to no, say yeah. because I mean, right. Sorry, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> they have their own separate <laughs> territorial laws. Yeah, in terms of state laws, they don't have them. They have got their own right, territorial okay. laws, and, and for some reason, this is the way that most heads of state or of government are set up. America's the same, like. Washington, D.C. is the District of Columbia. That's right, it's not, yeah. It's not part of everything else, hence it has its own weird laws. But yeah. uh, well, that's because it's the United States. Each state is supposed to be a separate governmental yeah, body. But so is Australia that is states. That's the same yeah. thing, yeah. isn't it's it? Own, Washington, D.C. is its own separate little yeah. thing inside another state, like what mm, we've yeah. got. Just like what, yeah. 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 yeah, so basically your triple X pornography is illegal. Like you just you have to have certain areas, but th- like down there, you could technically just sell them in the night owl or a Seven Eleven. That's it. And it's the same for um. They have, weird, they have weird marijuana laws. Really? Isn't it, it? It's legal, or it's just yeah. Well, it's, it's well, decriminalized. It's de- yeah. Oh, so okay. you're allowed so, up to three plants, I think, yeah. in, your, in your backyard, <laughs> and you'll get fined if you've got them. But it's like a fifty dollar fine, like no different if you were littering or slap a, a, a parking ticket. Oh, Whereas so, if, right. if the cops come around to my house and I've got three plants, they're going to take me to court, and the yeah. judge has to decide what's going to happen. But most judges sort of just go, "Yeah, yeah, don't, don't do it again, hey, because this is annoying. Because it's just not cool." It's not cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Playing cricket. Can you, yeah. Can you hide them better? Because it's, I don't know what it's <laughs> So that's kind of, that's kind of how, it's, how it is over here. Right. Okay. Thanks for taking us through that. I have no idea what that's got to do with some New Zealand tech stories, but I'll tell you what, oh, we've got one more of those. 
What, what podcast are we doing? Uh, we, ah, no, no, I went from Dick Smith living in Canberra. We, we, <laughs> that's right, yes, that's how we got there. <laughs> I got there myself. I'm like, why am I discussing <laughs> Australian <laughs> laws? <laughs> <laughs> so there was one other story I want to talk about. It's a new thing we've got here in New Zealand. It's a way of bringing information to tourists and in a kind of a unique way. So this little electronic device sits in rental cars and what it does is as you drive around the country, it's programmed to identify points of interest and when you you buy its you know location based you know gps system when it detects that you're going past a point of interest it cuts into the radio by broadcasting over the you know over fm just local like a bit like an fm sender for, for your ipod it sort of broadcasts the information as you go past and there are ads as well and that's kind of how it is and i thought it was kind of neat it's very neat so you're, you're driving past uh, the world's biggest Kumara, and it'll tell you, it's the world's biggest Kumara, and then it'll tell you how to pronounce Kumara properly, so that when you turn up to there, you don't sound like a dog. It would actually tell you, like, what the hell a Kumara is, because... Ah, a Kumara is a sweet potato. It's the the Maori word for sweet potato. It's the world's largest potato. Sweet potato. Sweet potato. Yeah, there's a difference. Which is purple on the outside. As opposed to the big, the normal potato that's just down the road, the big one down there. Yeah. Yeah, don't get a a big stop. (laughs) We don't have a giant pineapple. You should. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, where, that's in Brisbane, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, it's not in Brisbane. It's Sunshine Coast. Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I, I, I saw that because I, 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 I went on a holiday to the Sunshine Coast three or four years ago. We actually went there and we, I used to think, oh, look, I, I'm embarrassed it, to say this. There? I'm embarrassed, yeah. There I'm embarrassed is. to say this, but I used to think that pineapples grew on top of these big palm trees like coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> the outside, oh, the outside of a pineapple bark. looks it's like the, the, the trunk of a, those big, big palm trees. I just assume <laughs> they grow at the top there. But they grow on these little <laughs> bushes that look really uh, just like pathetic. Like aloe vera plants. Yeah, they just yeah, look pathetic. They, they grow on a little and aloe vera. A huge, look, and let's be honest here. How many huge fruit the size of a pineapple grow on some pathetic little bush that's knee high? Like everything. Like what the hell are you talking about? No, all well, the melon kinds. Yeah. Okay. All, all of the melons. All, yeah, melons. all of the melons. Okay, apart from melons then. Okay, Co- coconuts grow, grow up on those top of the trees. Okay, there's one. <laughs> what else is there actually? It's the next question. That's, that's it. That's it. You have one. All right. You no, can, poor, uh, poor. <laughs> poor, poor. How does that grow then? Yeah, yeah, yeah up, up in a tree. Well, there like you go. Man, yeah. Right. Or so It's not even a tree. It's a palm. Yeah, it's not even. Well, that's how I thought pineapples grew. Passion fruit. It grows wherever there's something for it to grow on. Passion fruit are tiny. So, (laughs) have we done with the story? Have we done with the show? So dismissively, passion fruit are tiny. Well, they are. I was talking about big fruit. Where do you go from there? The bigger the fruit, the lower it grows. Gravity. No, it's the other way around. The bigger the fruit, the the higher it grows. Oh, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It? it doesn't. No, that's there's no, no correlation. No, there's no correlation. <laughs> we could do a scientific. It's we could do a PhD that, on this. Whatever that fruit wants to do is doing it. And that's the way it does it. Mm. All right. Now that we've agreed on that, I think we'll pretty much end the show here. Here's a good place. I think we've lost everyone anyway. No one's listening anymore. <laughs> of course, we stopped talking about tech like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but there are just people overseas going, wow, I had no idea that Australian marijuana laws were like that. <laughs> but only in the ACT. Only in ACT, ACT, yeah. Oh, except, Bill, there's also, there's also a place in New South Wales, northern New South Wales, called Nimbin. And Nimbin is a town where, yeah, I guess you could say, it's kind of like Amsterdam. 
Uh, oh, the, whole right, town, okay. the whole town is basically just there's a marijuana in your museum. When you get out of your car, you're accosted by people saying, do you want to buy stuff? And you can just walk up and down the street, eat in restaurants, you know, go to cafes and just smoke. But is it legal? No. Well, no, it's not, but the police won't arrest you. Really? Every no. now and again, they'll camp on the road coming in or out. But Yeah, but apart from <laughs> that, no. Yeah, so they would have just, to arrest the whole town if they were yeah, going to win for There's no way they would ever. And every and they have a Mardi Gras, like a, or Mardi Gras, they call it. And <laughs> Very it's good, a yeah. festival, It's a festival yeah. every year and, yeah, they have like a, this like bong throwing or something and the world's like, they try and roll the, the longest joint or something in some world record. And it's just a big festival. But basically, yeah, the whole town is sort of centered around marijuana. Right, and then the police are pretty relaxed about it. Well, they have to be because there's like a thousand. The whole town. Yeah, what do you do? So it's just kind of been, ever since the late 60s, they've just kind of gone, eh, what are you going to do? See, so if, the, if the next jail gets built nearby that town, they'll start worrying, won't they? They'll, they'll be going just like, oh. fence the whole town in and go, all right, Nimbin is the prison. It is the prison, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're really good, we'll let you out, but that's about yeah. it. <laughs> they're probably happy not to, yeah. Yeah. Not to be. All right, that's pretty much it. Alec, thank you very much for joining us once again. Thank you. No, it was great. And Cameron, also, thank you very much. No problem at all. And uh, last but not least, Brett, thank you for your contributions. Always a pleasure, Ed. And that concludes The Boys of Tech, episode 125. Thank you, everyone, for listening. See you all again next week. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. My name is Edwin Herman, and I'd like to welcome, first of all, Brett King. Oh, hello. That's Brett. terrible, Brett. That's the worst hello you've ever done. Well, I'm sorry, I was reading. <laughs> well, hang on. You can't say that while Brett's laughing away. That was Alex. That wasn't me. That oh, was Al- sorry, sorry. Jeez. You'd laugh to sound the same. <laughs> Must be because you use the same operating system. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Now, here in New Zealand, and apparently in Australia as well, I've just found out, Dick Smith customers. What? What's what's funny? I'm laughing because the shop started here and then went to your country. You're making it as if, oh, and apparently Australia... Yeah, no, I know, I know but, but well, well, he's not talking about the store, the store in Australia, too. He's uh, talking okay. about the website. The event. The event, the event, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm putting the New Zealand story. Yeah, I know. Yeah, only in New Zealand. Jeez. Jeez. Oh, the Crikey. rivalry! The rivalry hit. Crikey, mate! <laughs> Bruce, uh, so what's going to be in right. the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs>